I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I have an interview that I am so excited to share with you. I have a special guest, Christy Cooper. She is a client of mine. We have been working together for this entire year and she is a graphic designer and I really wanted to bring her on because I know a lot of you out there are not coaches and you hear a lot of coaches on here, mainly me talking about money. And I want you to know that it's not just coaches who can make a lot of money with their businesses. So it was really important for me to feature Christy's story, have her come on and give advice for those of you who maybe have a different type of business than I do. So what we're talking about on this episode is the 15K month that Christy had earlier this year and what has happened since, and really all of her wisdom about how to make money with your business, how to grow your income, and all of the different things she has learned along the way. This one is incredible. Christy has two young kids. She has a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and they've been home in the pandemic. She was able to provide enough income that her husband could quit his job recently. And this is just a really inspiring story. I told Christy after we recorded that I think somebody could just listen to this episode and then go out and make 100K. So keep that in mind as you listen and really feel inspired by this story. And if you're hearing this and you're wanting this for yourself too, I encourage you to apply for the Mama CEO Mastermind. So much of the work that I do with Christy is exactly the kind of work that is going down in this mastermind so soon. This episode is coming out Wednesday, so this Friday is the deadline to apply for the mastermind, so don't miss out. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome. I am here today with my client, Christy Cooper. Christy, tell us a little bit about what you do. Hi, yes. Um, So I am a website and sales page designer and brand designer. Really, I I design all the things, but um, I focus on websites and sales pages for primarily online business owners, service providers, coaches, those kind of clients. Um, and I've been in business since, um, 2017, I think is when I first started. And I started as a side hustle. And of course, a couple years of side hustle, I didn't, I didn't make a lot. (laughs) And I went full time, um, in the beginning of 2018, after my second child was born, um, I quit my day job and my, the first full year in business was, was full of ups and downs. And so now I'm in my second year in business full time and um, it's going really well. 
Amazing. I love this so much. So we're here talking about your 15K month, which was August, right? Yes. 15K. And I really wanted to have you on because I hear from a lot of clients that you can't make big money like that unless you're a coach. And I have a handful of clients who are not coaches who make really good money. Um, And actually, the first client that I had that ever out earned me was not a coach. So I'm like, wait a minute, that's not true. And so I really to have you on and talk about this and talk about um, what it looks like to make this much money in a business. So I want to ask you a question that everybody wants to know. How did you do this? <laughs> Um, well, at first I wasn't, so it's, it's kind of funny because I wasn't actually, I didn't have 15 K as my goal for that month. Right. Like I'd had, um, my goal was 10 K, like I'd had a 10 K month and then I'd gotten really close to 10 K months the previous month. So August, I was just like, I just, I really want to make 10 K, you know, it's like, that was my goal and my focus. And I just decided like it was the first week of August and I had some consult calls lined up. I was like, I'm just, I'm going to book these days and it's going to be amazing. And then I ended up like, like booking like so many days um, because my, my pro my, my container, my project processes, I book design days. So I, I just have like kind of a goal of booking a certain number of days and I like totally booked out and it was the best. And I, I think it was just me really like shifting into that, like, you know, I know I can do this. I believe I can do this. And, and then, then watching it unfold really. Yeah. I love this so much. And I want to hear a little bit about like your regular life, because I also think a lot of times the success stories we hear are like 25 year olds, like (laughs) They, in my mind, are in a Malibu beach house drinking like green smoothies <laughs> or something. <laughs> and I know that's not my life and I know that's not your life. So I love to hear a little bit about like, what else are you balancing? Because, hey, real life, August 2020, all of us who are moms, we have little people at home. So tell us about that. Yeah, yeah I have little people. I have two young children, um, a five-year-old and an almost two-year-old, so toddler. Um, And yeah, they're home all the time. We were, well, in August, she wasn't trying school yet, but she's supposed to be in kindergarten and all of that. So we're just managing school stuff and childcare. And um, actually, because of my business this this year, I was able to let my husband quit his part-time job that he did not enjoy. So he became our full-time child care provider. As we know, child care is a little challenging to find and get, especially during pandemic times. So, um, you know, I feel, I feel really good that I was able to do that um, for my family. But yeah, you know, I mean, I get up and chase children in the morning and um, (laughs) it's not, you know, like a normal mom life, right? Like I never, I never quite start right at the, at the right time that I want to in the morning, but I, you know, I just kind of give myself a little grace period during that time. And then evenings is all family time. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have a big, like, you know, go to the beach kind of life. I mean, I'm in Oklahoma, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> the beach is kind of far, but um, yeah. 
not poolside. I'm, I'm, I'm not tw in my twenties either. Like I'm 39. So it's like, it's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. I love five and two year old home in a pandemic <laughs> starting whenever works for you having your evenings for family and having your biggest month ever. And it's a 15 K month and being able to bring your husband home. Like so much of that is so normal. And then the parts that aren't are like so many people's dream life who's listening to this. So I'm I know it's like, it's kind of my dream life. So <laughs> I was like, it's fun. you know, when it, when it happened, I, it was kind of like, is this real? Like, does this, is this really happening? Like, <laughs> And I it's think so, it's you fun. said that to me and I was just like, yeah, isn't it amazing? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Okay. So tell me about challenges that came up in the course of the 15K month. I think sometimes people hear these stories and they're like, oh, you just like believed, you just decided to believe and then you just went out, 15K appeared and it was amazing. So tell us like kind of the behind the scenes, was there drama and what did you do about it? Oh yeah. There's, there's lots of mind drama. I mean, there still is, of course, like it just, it doesn't go away. Um, I just have, I've dealt with a lot of like doubts about, can I really do that? You know, I, you know, I am, I'm just a designer. Like, do I really make that kind of money? You know, you see a lot of designers particularly like kind of struggling and hustling and stuff like that. Um, but I just, yeah, I just had to kind of work through that and really own the fact that like me, myself as a designer, I'm, I'm a, I have a lot of expertise and experience, like, and I bring a lot to the table. Um, but then um, I also like one of my big struggles is definitely the how, like I always get stuck in like, how am I going to find or create these clients? Like, how am I going to do that? Like, what are, what are the specific things that I need to do? Like, what are, how do I make it, you know, and I just kind of had to learn to kind of think through that, you know, write through that and kind of let it go. Um, mm -hmm. And I still do that every day. Like, I don't have to know exactly how I'm going to make that money that month. I just have to know that when I show up and do the things that I know work, like that, that it will happen for me. Yeah. So. You know, it kind of reminds me this is a strange analogy. We'll see how this lands for you and for everyone who listens. But I kind of feel like the how in your business, like until you get to like, um, I don't know, like scaling uh, millions, all of that, where it is more of a dialed in process. I think in these earlier phases, it's almost like magic eye. Like, you know, those things where like, if you're like looking straight at it and studying it really hard, you see nothing. And if you like, let your eyes glaze over and relax, then you see the magic eye thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the how of your business. When you're just like, chill out, then you're like, oh yeah, people come to me when I'm believing and showing up. And when you're like trying to micromanage and control and like have this super clear thing, you feel so yeah. 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 You don't have, yeah. I, I think that analogy works, works pretty well for it because it's like, it's just of like, you're holding on too tightly to one specific vision of how it's going to happen. Like then when it doesn't happen, like you, you just kind of tumble mm -hmm. <laughs> instead of like, you know, you just kind of have to let it go. Like you have consult calls or whatever, and you just can't 
hang all of your you know, hopes and dreams on this one consult call. You just kind of have to show up and offer the best value you can and then, you know, see what happens basically like, you know, um, but yeah, like you definitely, it's something I struggle with obviously is like kind of stepping back and relaxing and kind of letting things be knowing that I'm doing the work I need to do in order to make it happen. And that was something that really shifted my income back in April before it was like, kind of like I'd had this, recurring thought that I wasn't in enough places or I wasn't in the right place to, you know, meet the, meet my people, meet my clients. And I remember it was like, it was after a coaching call we'd had and I, and it was like, what if what you're doing right now is enough to meet your goals? And so I kind of just lived in that for that week. And then I, you know, I, I remember I was having like, what was it in April? It was April. And I think I'd, I was really far from my goal of 8,000 for April. And I think I booked like $5,000 in the last week of the month <laughs> because I kind of stepped back and was like, okay, what if I, what I'm doing is exactly enough, you know, yeah. just kind of let it go. I remember you sending me a message that last week of April being like, this actually worked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember I was blown away. I'd booked all these consult calls and lots of yeses. And it was just, it was like magic. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. Um, I remember another thing. I'm just like thinking through some of the transformations you've had that we've worked together through. And I know, um, the identity piece is part of it. And I know this is something that is a struggle for a lot of creatives that they have this identity um, where they don't really think of themselves like super highly. Like I know like for you, we've kind of gone through these thoughts of like, well, I'm just a designer. And I'm like, no, you are the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I remember when we first started working together, like that imposter syndrome kind of stuff was, was yes. really big for me at the time. Um, just kind of like owning that I have value to offer um, and that, you know, other people value it was, was something to kind of step into, I guess. Um, and I, I, I feel like I definitely worked through that and like, you know, now I'm feeling very confident as an expert designer um, and even more than a designer, like, you know, I, I do strategy and stuff like that. Mm. But as far as identity goes, like I am currently kind of shifting into this new identity of being a higher income earner, making wow. more money than I've ever made before. And it's kind of, it's uncomfortable, right? And so I find myself, my thoughts, like kind of sliding back into the like, oh, something bad's going to happen. Like this can't last, you know? And I have to kind of work through that and, uh, yeah. and not, not let it bring me down. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's talk about the this can't last because I know after August, amazing, a lot of things came up for you coming into September and thinking about mm -hmm. the end of the year of like, can't do it again. And this is so common for like every single one of my clients who has a breakthrough month, they're like, can't happen again. It was a fluke. <laughs> yes. And I want to hear, did that happen to you and what that was like? 
Uh, yeah, it definitely <laughs> happened. Um, I was like, oh man, that's not going to happen again. Um, you know, and I just kind of thought through that. And I think currently my goal, my goal right now, because 15K wasn't really my goal, it was kind of like a, a bonus month, I guess. But I do have a goal of 12K months and I'm still kind of struggling with that like owning that I want to have 12K months consistently. Mm. Um, and of course, I've, I've had a 12K month this month already, you know, and I'll probably, you know, I know I will make more because I have some pending clients, but, um, but like moving into the, the following months where I don't know how it's going to happen, like I'm still kind of working through those like typical, typical thoughts where I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then back to the magic eye, but I know you told me before we started recording a little breakthrough this week. I want you to tell us all. About yeah. That. Like, so when we had our, our call earlier this week, um, I was in a, like a place where I was realizing that I'd kind of let, I'd kind of let my marketing activities slide because I was feeling like, Oh, I have enough money. I don't need to worry about it. And I'll just push it off till later. And then like, well, wait, no, then how am I going to generate income in the future if I stop my marketing activities, right? Yeah. And, and I want to just pause like... and say, like, this is a really, I don't even know, like, bad, <laughs> bad yeah. result. Like, or that comes <laughs> to my pattern that happens for service provider business owners. I see it less with my coaches. I see it with every single one of my service providers that they have a big month, they build up this momentum, they get this big client load. And then the comfort zone is to focus all in on the client work and totally stop their marketing. So they're going to have these like big months and then it's going to taper off. And then they're going to be like, Oh no, why am I not making money anymore? (laughs) And then they go out and get a bunch more projects. And this is a cycle that I I feel like I haven't seen any service provider who doesn't naturally fall into that pattern. And it is something that we've been working on. So tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about it on our call earlier this week. And, um, and so I was like, okay, you know, I felt a little better. Like you kind of like, okay, you have to, you have to show up and, and prioritize this. Otherwise your business isn't going to keep going. And I was like, okay. And I felt pretty good about it. And so I went, um, and I, and I personally interact with people like in Facebook groups and things. So I, I prioritized some time while I was feeling good about it to go do that. And like, right after our call, I went and I had three leads and I booked two consult calls. And then the next day I prioritized my marketing first thing in the morning, like before even I checked my emails mm-hmm. and I booked another consult call yesterday. So it's just like, and I haven't, I haven't booked a consult call in like two or three weeks. So it was kind yeah. of like, oh yeah, I just, I wasn't showing up. <laughs> yes. And what I remember from our conversation is that you were really clear on the things that work. It wasn't like you were stuck in like, I don't know how. You mm-hmm. just like kind of had this dawning realization that you hadn't been showing up. Yes. And that is yeah. all that did. Yeah, it was like, I know, I know when I show up, I, I generate leads, you know, and I have conversations and I get, I get bookings. So it was just me, like, I don't know, I was just like, dealing with all of the client work, and I just kept pushing it off. Um, you know, as 
because that that income wasn't urgent at the moment, you know, coming from like previous times when, oh, I have to pay the bills this month, right? Like I didn't have that kind of urgency. And so I just kept pushing it off and I was like, oh no, I need to shift this prioritizing right away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So incredible. What do you think you have learned about making money through this process? I've, I've definitely like learned and really kind of felt that making money is in my control. Like I create my results versus like, oh, this client just happened to find me. And so now, you know, it's like, it, I don't have to rely on outside people, you know, I mean, obviously I serve outside people, but it's like me my actions create my results versus like me just hoping things happen willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. I want you to talk about that a little bit more because I think this is a concept that's really hard for people to really get. And I would love for you to explain like, how did you go from not really knowing like how to generate money or feeling like, how do I find clients? How do I make this work to this really powerful stance where you're like, yep, I create it. Yeah. I remember the first time you introduced the concept of like, I create my own money to me. Like when we were first starting to work together and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I remember that conversation. I made a podcast episode, finding versus creating clients after that. I was like, that sounds crazy. I don't think that's how it works. I know that that's what I was thinking. Um, so it took me a little bit of time of really kind of journaling and kind of like realizing from my actions that I was creating the things that happened. So like I realized like when I showed up and I interacted with people and I had conversations that led to me booking clients. And so it was like, it became a really clear cycle of like, when I do this, this happens. And instead of me, like, I remember I was so worried about like, do I need to be on other platforms? Did I need to like email people? Did I need to do this? Did I need to do that? And I, I kept having this thought that I wasn't in the right place to find the right people, but really the right people really were where I was. Mm, um, that is so good. Everybody <laughs> download it into your mind. <laughs> like my people, like, you know, Facebook, you know, almost everyone's on Facebook, right? Yeah. Except for like, you know, high-end executives. And even then, I don't know, but like, it's yeah. just like, I, I wasn't believing that they were there. And so I wasn't showing up like I needed to. Mm -hmm. And then I think once I started to see a little bit of results and just kind of let myself see that, that, that one thing led to another, then it was started to become easier for me to be like, okay, I create this. Okay. Mm. Maybe I do create my money because I'm creating my clients because I'm creating my results because my actions, my thoughts that lead to my actions lead to my results. Mm -hmm. So good. You know what I thought of as you were saying that I did a very similar podcast episode to this one on my coach's podcast. And sometimes when I'm like feeling doubtful, I go back and listen to it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really knew <laughs> back then. <laughs> 
And I was just thinking, oh my gosh, someday Christy's going to have another doubtful moment and she's going to listen to this episode and it's going to snap her right back into gear. you like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, it's so good. I feel like that kind of like documentation when you're in this highest belief state is such a gift that you can give yourself. Um, and I, you know, for everybody listening, recommend like when you are feeling that to really document it, write it down, record yourself, whatever it takes to be able to come back to that thought. Yeah. You talked about the identity as a high income earner being something that you are working on right now. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure everyone and us is all aware. Creatives have a lot of limiting thoughts about money and kind of this idea of like the struggling artist. So I would love your thoughts on that for any other artists, creatives, designers, that kind of thing who are listening. Yeah, that's a tough thing in their society, industry, um, this like struggling artist. And sometimes it's it's kind of romanticized a bit, you know, and, and I think it's even more so for like true artists or like illustrators Um, as designers you tend to be like okay you're supposed to get a paying job but a lot of design jobs don't pay very well or pay what you're worth you know and so um, and a lot of people expect design work for free or low cost and it's it's really tough to kind of like realize that you have value to offer like if someone wants what you can create then then it has value, right? And then different people are gonna value things differently. So if someone doesn't wanna pay you for it, then, you know, they're not your, per- they're not your person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, I, ha- I, I definitely was, went on a, it was a long journey for me. Like when I very, very first started, I charged like $40 an hour and I thought that was like so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for my design work yeah. when I first started freelancing and um, because other people are charging a lot less and so you feel like you feel kind of like peer pressure a little bit about mm-hmm. like oh uh, all these other designers are charging like you know 50 bucks for a logo maybe I need to do that you know like mm-hmm. but you have to really step back and realize that you your time is worth a certain amount of money because people are willing to pay it Plus, I mean, you have to make a certain amount of money to live, like wherever you live, like you have to, you have to make a living, a livable um, wage, salary, income. Um, Yeah, so it was definitely a journey. I think I charged uh, $600 for my first full website, which is like, wow. I don't, I don't charge that anymore, but, um, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a process of just kind of realizing like I have value. I don't want to be the bottom of barrel, bottom of the barrel designer, mm-hmm. you know, it, and my work kind of shows for it too. So it kind of depends on where you are in the journey, but even if you are earlier on in your designer journey or whatever, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't undervalue yourself, um, because you do have something to offer. Yeah. I was wondering what your advice would be for people just starting out, because I think there's um, a pretty clear divide in 
people who give advice to people who are just starting out and some are like work for free and some are not. My advice widely varies based on the business. Like I'm like, if you're a coach, yeah, go do some free coaching. If Mm -hmm. you like are a service provider and you're giving like a deliverable to your client, never, ever work for free. Um, that is one of those, I feel like I have like different pieces of advice for different types of business. Yeah. And I think that makes sense because as a service provider, part of what you're giving them is your time. And so your time at least has a minimum value um, because you're using your time to, to do a task, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're giving them some sort of deliverable. Um, whereas I think with like coaching and consulting, it's, it's, it's much more intangible. So yeah, like you, and I feel like for me, it's like the difference between like the deliverable that that person can then use versus like coaching, which if you're just starting out, like maybe you're not skilled or, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah. That makes sense. That deliverable. I think that makes sense. I think like with the coaching consulting, like you, you kind of have to work on that and then have like Hey, I helped these people. They saw some results and then you can, you have something to show. Whereas if you're a designer, like you can show your work, even if you weren't, um, you know, not that experienced, you can show, Hey, this is what I can do. Um, you know, if you're, if you're in the beginning stages of your design, um, design journey, like you still have some sort of work to show. You always want to show your work. Mm -hmm that's what people want to buy, you know, and if you're earlier on, don't do work for free. You, um, I mean, you can do, I would suggest, um, having like the price you want to charge for something. And then if you, you haven't offered it before, like do like a discount for like three people or something like that, mm-hmm. but don't do it completely for free because your time is valuable and you mm-hmm. are giving them something that they can use. Yeah. Such good advice. Now I want some advice for people who are making consistent money, but they're like 15K a month, can I do that? What's your <laughs> advice for them? <laughs> I say, yes, you can. Um, I, think, I think anyone really can. Um, you know, I think everyone has their own timeline. So I think sometimes we get caught up in like the, the speed that we reach a certain income level. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I, you know, oh, I hit 10K. Now I want to hit 15K or whatever. Like you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to grow as fast as like the kind of flashy people we see in the online world. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, I made 40K or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. last month I made 2K, you know, like they're just like really like, look how fast I did it. And I think mm-hmm. go at your own pace, but just believe in yourself. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of, I think it was in July. You came to one of our calls and you're like, I did the math. And actually I think I can do a 12 K month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, um, because I'd kind of backed up, you know, earlier in the year I'd want to do 10 K months. And I was like, Oh, it, it didn't feel doable at the time. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do eight K months. Eight K months are going to be my thing. And then after I hit 8K months and I hit some 10K months, I was like, okay, I can do 10K months. Mm-hmm. And then I did the math for, for my day, my day rate service. And like, if I book, if I book them out for a month, then I naturally make 12K. And I was like, well, why is this not my goal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I, I have, it's, it didn't even require me to raise my pricing or anything. It was just yeah. like, if I 
have a full month booked, I would make 12K and that's not counting retainers or anything like that. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was just like, I hadn't, I hadn't sat down and done my full numbers. Like I was kind of not thinking through, like, as you know, I have like a habit of like not being super future thinking. And so that's something I've been working on is like, what, mm -hmm. what, what do I want to work forward, forward towards? That's, yeah. That was a weird phrase. Um, <laughs> like, you know, in three months or in six months and in, in a year, like what, what are my goals there and what? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, it kind of reminded me of this story of like the first guy who ran a four minute mile. And then like suddenly the next year, like every runner ran a four minute mile. I mean, not like every runner, every like professional runner, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not just the people jogging in the neighborhood, but it, it's like, once you see that it's possible, you just do it. And I think that that was so much of what it was for you. Once you did the numbers and you saw that it was possible for you, yeah. you just did it. So yeah. Fast. Yeah. It, it, that's what happened is like, I, I, I booked a more than a month's worth of work in a month. And so that's how I made, you know, 15 K and now I've made 12 K, you know, like that's kind of how I did it. And yeah, it's just like, there it is. This mm -hmm. is, this is all that needs to happen for it. So yeah. And I think it's easier when you see that people like you have achieved that, like, you don't designers don't talk as much about their income. So it's always mm -hmm. kind of like, you don't know yeah. how much they're making. Like, do they, do they make 5k a month? Do they make 20k a month? I don't really know. So like, I, I personally like know of like a couple of designers who make significant income more than I do, but the rest of them, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you just don't mm -hmm. know. And so, and with design, it can be kind of, because we're designers, we naturally have like really nice looking brands and things. And so you just kind of like, you look so successful. I remember when I first started like three years ago, someone was like, oh, from your Instagram feed, you look so like active and successful and like everything. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this first, this impression, right? That wasn't really my reality. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, um. I noticed that with all of my clients, like when they start being more visible and showing up more on social media, their friends and family are always like, oh, it looks like you're doing so well. Like people just do not know. All you have to right. do is show up and people think you're doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So good. All right. Well, any last thoughts or pieces of wisdom that you want to share? I just think like like don't let your brain bring you down like <laughs> it's like yeah I have I have plenty of days where I'm like you know full of negative thoughts or I'm I have a lot of anxiety or whatever and you just you just got to push through it and then like find not push through it in like a negative way but like work through it and like you know what it's okay to have a bad day Mm -hmm. you know, but you can, you can start, you know, you can start over at any time. Like just don't sit too long in that negative space, but also acknowledge it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Feel your feelings mm -hmm. and then let them like fade away <laughs> and get back to work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Keep that is up. so good. <laughs> Keep so showing good. up. <laughs>
Yes, for sure. Keep showing up. Be suspicious of any thought that has you not showing up for your marketing. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely something I have worked through this week. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so if people want to connect with you, hire you, follow you, whatever, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, my business name is Cooper and Heart Creative, and I'm on Instagram at Cooper and Heart. And my website is cooperandheart.com. Love it. And I love following your Instagram. I just love before and afters, like visual before and afters. And I really get to enjoy that on your feed because you post a lot of your work and it is yeah. beautiful. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.